This week on One Crazy Story, comedian Mark Poulos joins me to talk about why it sucks to work in Canada. This guy is telling me I have to leave Canada and go back to America. And she's like, don't take that. What? Yeah. <laughs> go, don't take that? What? What kind, of, what kind of border patrol do you know? Probably about from like 2003 to like 2007, I would go to Canada for like almost a month or two, mm. and I would do tours up there. And every time I tried to cross the border, it was always a problem. Like there was something that was always wrong because yeah, there was a constant fight between the the entertainment groups in Canada and the border patrol mm. because the way that the laws are set up in Canada, you have to have a work permit mm-hmm. to work in Canada if you're working in a place that isn't always a comedy club. Yeah, it's a weird uh, so a like, weird crossover. Like let's say you're going to work at like I don't know, the Comedy Cave or something yeah. in Calgary. You don't need a work permit for that because they do comedy <laughs> yeah. and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's all they do. Like mm-hmm. there's not like a on Sundays it's just a restaurant or just Fridays it's a bar. Mm-hmm. Um so you don't need a work permit. But what happens when you when I was working for this other company is 90% of it was that type of shit where yeah. it was a comedy club and that's it. And then you'd have like six or seven one-nighters where you would work in bars. So that immediately would make it that yeah. you need the work permit. So every time I would go to the border, <laughs> and the stupid part was the work permit was like 150 bucks. Yeah, so it costs you money just yeah. to work. So I was like... Uh, I was like, just get me the work permit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. I just don't mm-hmm. want to have to deal with the border. And it got more and more crazy every time I went up there to this one time, and it was just ridiculous. And so uh, I was calling the people up there. I'm like, hey, I'm coming across the border. Make sure my work permit's all, you know, whatever. Right. So you're, like, prepared. You're like, yeah. I got this. And they go, everything's, everything's fine. Just tell them that you're working for Yuck Yucks. Yeah. And I go, oh, God. Because <laughs> as soon and, as you say comedy club, they're like, yeah, a bell goes off. Well, like a shit ton. Because there's like three main border crossings. Yeah. There's Vancouver. There's uh, just above Helena, Montana, mm-hmm. and then the one that's just above Grand Forks on which, this side, which is where you were going through. I was actually going through the one in Montana because okay. in my brain I was like, the fur, the further I can get in America mm-hmm. before I have to cross the border, if there's a problem, like the less distance I would have to go. However, uh, after this incident, I will never cross that border crossing ever again. I go through the one above Grand Forks, and it's been no problems whatsoever. Like, yeah. So I got up there, and I said, yuck, yucks, and they were like, let me see your mm-hmm. work permit. And I was like, it should be on file. I gave my passport, and they're like, there's nothing in the system. You have to come inside. And the other thing is, like, if you're selling merchandise in Canada, mm-hmm. Uh, you have to pay to bring it into Canada. Yeah. It's called a duty. <laughs> and you don't even know if you're going to sell any yet. Which yeah, is, which just, is the shittiest part. Because yeah. the law says that you have to pay on what you anticipate to make on it. So you have to do that math. So like, you're just like, I don't okay, sell any. I'm yeah. lucky if I sell <laughs> one. <laughs> well, that's what I say. I have no problem not I would, shit. I would ballpark it at what I paid for it, mm-hmm. not what I was going to sell it. So yeah. I'm just buying them for six bucks a piece. Right. I would give them that price, yeah. and I'd usually have to pay like thirty or forty bucks in duty or whatever. Yeah, it's not the worst, but, but still yeah, shitty. it's still, it sucked. Yeah. So 
subsequent times after that, I put it all in my trunk and said I wasn't selling anything and just drove on Oh, through. I forgot about these yeah. 400 t-shirts. So, <laughs> I am really fucking lucky that they yeah. did not go in my trunk because I would have been... Uh, I would have been in a lot of trouble, but so I get up there, I come inside and the guy goes, uh, he goes, we don't have a work permit on file. And I said, hang on a sec. So I go and I call and I go, listen, they don't have a work permit. And they're like, yeah, well we didn't submit one cause you don't need one. And I'm like, yes, I need one. Mm-hmm. And I come back over to the desk and I go, they say I don't need one. And the guy literally goes, <laughs> he goes, you're working in the Blarney stone. That's in Lethbridge, with oh, it, which is 11 miles from here. I know that's a bar. Right. Right there, you need the work permit. Right. So I call them back, and I go, they pointed out Lethbridge, and they said that uh, I'm going to be doing that gig, so I need a work permit. God, that's like, so annoying. And they make it your problem. Yeah, and I'm like, like oh, Just my give God. them the work permit. So they're like, all right, we'll take care of it. So I, yeah. I go back, and they said, they're going to take care of it. And he goes, well, sir, uh a work permit takes nine months to process. So if they haven't filed the paperwork yet, you're not coming to Canada. So take care. And he hands me my passport back and I go, what do you mean take care? And he goes, take care, go away. You go back to America. Mm -hmm. I go, what? And then I walked outside and I called him and I go, this guy, is telling me I have to leave Canada and go back to America. And she's like, don't take that. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I go, don't take that? What? What kind, of, what kind of border patrol do you know? Like, so I, I just. She said I have to call. Yeah. So I got my car and I drove back across the border and yeah. I went to the small town that was just past there. It was maybe like 50 miles or so. It's uh, uh, Great Falls, Montana. Okay. So I just, and I call them again and I go, I had to come back to America. They're not going to let me in without a. A work permit she's mm-hmm. like i'll have it taken care of by five o'clock tomorrow she's like uh you're just gonna have to figure out a place to stay in grand great falls yeah so i got a room at the hotel and I, it was like i don't know 70 80 bucks i was like this is just a fucking nightmare so i literally spent the entire next day in great falls and at five o'clock i was supposed to be in mm-hmm. uh like british columbia or something doing a show that night damn so at five o'clock she calls me on the phone and she goes, it's all been taken care of. They have a work permit. Just go back to the border. And the whole time I'm driving up to the border, I'm like, please just don't be the same guy. Right. You know, just be somebody else. <laughs> I walk in and it's the same fucking guy. You cannot believe it. And he's just like the look on his face. When and Mark he, just crossed, in the door. <laughs> he just crosses his arms and he goes, look who's back <laughs> he goes uh i thought it was pretty right. clear yesterday and i go uh i don't know how it works or whatever right. but she figured it out and and the work permits in there so he takes my passport and he's like sit down and i'm like all right so i'm just sitting there i sat there for like three hours jesus and they're just like messing with me and and yeah they're just looking at me you. and looking at my passport and looking at me and i'm like so finally, after three hours, the guy comes back up and he goes, uh, he goes, he goes, I don't know how they pulled it off, but, uh, yeah, he goes, this, uh, this is like some kind of a temporary one that's going to last for three days. Right. So you have to come back here in three days and sign the real one that'll be ready in three days. And I was like, all right. 
so literally like the border crossing from Calgary where I was going to be staying mm-hmm. after my week, it's like a two hour drive. So it's like a four hour round trip drive. So they finally let me in. I drive all the way to the gig. I missed the Thursday. They prorated my pay because I missed it. Yeah. Cause it's your fault. So <laughs> the guy that I was working with had flown in oh, and I was yeah. supposed to be driving him back to Calgary. But what was supposed to happen was I was supposed to drive to Calgary first and drop off my shirt boxes mm-hmm. so I would have room in my car for this guy. So obviously I didn't have time, so I had to drive to Kelowna or wherever it was. This guy has like three suitcases. Jesus. He's like a giant dude, like a giant <laughs> black man. And I'm driving at the time a 2005 uh, Hyundai Accord hatchback. <laughs> how do you like? How do you sit in there comfortably? Oh, it was ridiculous. I, I had the seat so far back. I felt like it was like in the Shaq. back seat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we jam yeah. all of him and all of his shit into the car, and now we've got ourselves a seven-hour drive back to Calgary oh, wow. over the Colorado Rockies. It was just a brutal time. Yeah. Sounds not fun yeah. at all. So I get back and just luckily it turned out that I was going to be doing Lethbridge three days after. Mm-hmm. So we went early, me and the other comic, and we drove down to the border crossing and the guy goes, we'll take care of it here in a second. So I sat there and, and apparently there was two truck drivers there <laughs> that had been stuck at the border for like, I don't know, like six hours. And uh-huh. they were just giving them a bunch of shit that their paperwork wasn't in order or whatever. Wow. So the guy comes up to the counter and he goes, listen, we are really trying to work with you guys here. We're trying to contact the people that you're with. We're trying to contact this. He goes, you're going to have to bear with us. And he's like, we've been here for six hours. And the guy's like, I understand. He's like, I don't know why your people aren't calling us back, but he's like, we're trying to give you the courtesy of not just turning you around or whatever. So for some reason, this guy thought, like when you come from America into Canada, Mm -hmm. the people you're dealing with are Canadians. Mm -hmm. And when you come from Canada into America, you're dealing with Americans. So he's coming from America into Canada. So all the people in there are Canadians. And he thinks they're American. I don't know why. They're all wearing fucking maple leaves on their shirts. So the guy's like, we'll see what we can do. And the guy turns around and louder than I've heard anybody, he just goes, fuck you, Canada. (laughs) He just stands there. And the guy goes, what did you just say, sir? And he goes, nothing. I'm just blowing off some steam. He goes, can I see those passports again? And they give him the passports and he threw them in the trash can. Oh, man. And that's when I got called up and I signed my paperwork and I was finished. But uh, I would have loved to be a, an audience member for this experience. <laughs> so I'm driving from uh, Edmonton back to America at the end of the tour. Uh-huh. And there's a giant ice storm that's coming in. So I'm trying to get ahead of it. Just so what I'm you just, need is some shitty weather. Yeah. I'm like, oh, 19 hour drive home and an ice storm. That sounds like fun. So I look at my map and I look at the weather pattern. And it's like really north. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if I can get as far south as possible, maybe I can get through it and underneath it and I won't have to deal with it. So I left Edmonton and I just started going south. Like wherever mm-hmm. it said south, I just kept going <laughs> south, 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 south. So I hit the border at like the smallest town possible. And uh, it was like three in the morning. And I pull up, I got all these fucking boxes in the back of my car. It's like three in the morning. I'm trying to cross at a small town. Just way too many red flags. These border guys are like, 
get mm-hmm. out of the car, wow, go in this building and sit in that room. And it was like <laughs> a room with just blank white walls and yeah. a chair. Yeah, and you're just trying to get home. You got all your shit so, in your car. <laughs> and it was around the time that I was uh, I was selling the single mom shit. Yeah. You know, the Smilf shirts. <laughs> so Smilf is just single mom. I'd like to find. Anyways, yeah, yeah. it was something stupid <laughs> that I came shirt. up with. And it, it's a and great shirt. It caught on. You know? Yeah. What was the joke, though? You get snacks after? Uh, it? Yeah, it was that I would date single moms because they had uh, it they was always, always had porn snacks. star sex and kick ass snacks. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm a fat guy and I like to eat. Well, who doesn't? Yeah. So they, you know, you'd go down in the middle of the night and just fucking load up on Swizzlers <laughs> and Jolly Ranchers and just two fist and ho ho. So it was a awesome. great joke. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I love it. Now that. I'm, you know, married to a beautiful woman. I can't do those jokes anymore. No. Because it doesn't, uh, it's disrespectful. Yeah. So you had just a ton of these Smilf shit shirts. A ton of Smilf shirts in the back of my car. <laughs> I need so to explain I'm, this. I'm sitting in this room with no yeah. windows, just a chair. And I sat there for like an hour. Just nothing happened in an hour. And then after like about an hour, the door started jingling and it unlocked and a guy walks in or he kind of just peeks half his body in. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like they're going to throw me in jail or whatever. And the guy goes, he goes, I know what a MILF is, <laughs> but what's a SMILF? <laughs> and I go, it's a single mom I'd like to fuck. And he went, oh, shit. <laughs> That's good. That's good. And then shuts the door and locks it. <laughs> yeah. And I was in that room for another like hour and a half. Just like... <laughs> Clearly they're working hard out there. Oh, you're so, kind of funny. So they finally finished up. I went out there and like every pe- every part of my car was upside down. Like yeah. they pulled out the glove compartment, like everything in my backpack, all my suitcase, the trunk, the Jeez. boxes, everything was just all oh. fucked up. For nothing. Yeah, for nothing. I wasn't a drug mule or anything. I was just trying to get the fuck home. What kind of drug dealer carries Smilf shirts? Yeah. In surplus. In a in gildan boxes. Yeah. Nah, I'm not I'm just a t I'm just a fancy t shirt salesman. <laughs> It'd be a good cover, you know. That would you were, be great, uh, man. A drug I'll mule listen, comedian. Listen up, you drug dealers out there. Just hide your drugs inside rolled up Smilf shirts. Yes. Nobody'll bother you. <laughs> so that's my crazy story. Thank you for being here, Mark Poulos. <laughs> all right, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you like Mark, make sure you go to facebook.com slash large drunk man to follow him there and find out where he'll be performing at next. Or you can listen to his podcast at largedrunkman.podbean.com. Also, follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash natecomedy or twitter.com slash onecrazystory. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you.